Welcome to an everyday follower of Jesus Christ. This is your friend Cheryl, and this is day two of Holy Week, where we're going to explore the temple. Anciently, the Lord instructed the Israelites to build the tabernacle, quote, that I might dwell among them, unquote, Exodus 25, verse 8. The finest materials that could be obtained were offered by the people, for the construction of the tabernacle. Before its dedication, the Israelites had to make holy or sanctify the very materials that were used inside the tabernacle. More importantly, the people themselves went through specific ceremonies of cleansing and preparation in order to be holy in the eyes of God. Cleansing of the Temple Three years earlier, Jesus had cleansed the Temple Mount as found in Bible New Testament, John chapter 2. Quote, he drove them all out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers' money and overthrew the tables and said unto them that sold doves, Take these things hence, make not my father's house a house of merchandise, unquote. Now in the Bible New Testament book of Matthew, Jesus returns, and with it a message to those responsible for keeping the house holy, a clear message as to their actions. Quote, Ye have made it a den of thieves, unquote. The unspoken message to the high priests of their disregard for the temple and their interest in making money more than their interest in holiness. Quote, and Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves and said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves found in Matthew chapter 21. The Savior during his mortal ministry often visited the Temple Mount. Keeping his father's house undefiled was the responsibility of the high priest. Eric D. Huntsman reminds us, quote, However, for more than two centuries, the high priests had been political appointees rather than members of an appropriate priestly family. Jesus' condemnation of the leadership might suggest that he was unmasking them as false authorities who had usurped power over the sanctuary and were misusing their assumed positions. Dr. Huntsman continues, With this in mind, a royal interpretation of the triumphal entry suggests an interesting historical connection between Jesus as king and the temple. From the time of Solomon until the destruction of the first temple by the Babylonians, the temple had been, in effect, a royal chapel adjacent to the king's palace. Ancient kings were adopted at their coronations at the temple as sons of the Lord. See, Palm, see Psalms, chapter 2, Bible Old Testament. A foreshadowing of how Christ was not only the rightful king, 
but also the actual son of God. He had the right to enter the temple, to cleanse it of its activities that distracted from proper worship and retake authority from those who had usurped it, unquote. Teaching in the temple. As we recall, when Jesus was 12, his family had traveled to Jerusalem and left with a caravan to return home. On the trip, it was discovered Jesus was not with the caravan. Frantic parents returned to Jerusalem and found him teaching on the temple grounds. Since that time, he would return to the temple many times to teach. During the first part of this final week, Jesus spent the nights in Bethany with his most beloved friends, Lazarus and his sisters, Mary and Martha, but came to the temple each day to teach. However, he was not without his distractors. These included the chief priests and elders who repeatedly questioned him regarding his authority. Jesus deftly thwarted their attempts to discredit him. At the same time, he denounced their hypocrisy. The verbal sparring over authority elicits another connection to the triumphal entry. Jesus was the rightful leader in Israel. While the chief priests and elders were usurpers who had set themselves up in Jerusalem and in the temple as leaders of Israel, they were, in fact, the wicked tenants who were falsely exploiting the Lord's vineyard. They had rejected the prophets sent to them and would soon beat and kill the son. See Matthew, Bible, New Testament, chapter 21, 33 through 46. Let us return to John, where Jesus again announces his divine role as the Savior. After cleansing the Jerusalem temple of the money changers and merchants, the Jews asked Jesus for a sign of his authority. He said to them, quote, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up, unquote. John Bible New Testament, chapter 2, verse 19. The Jewish leaders looking to find fault with him thought he was referring to the building. But we know today that he was referring to his body. The rage of the officials was further aggravated by a touching incident which seems to have accompanied or to have immediately followed his merciful healing of the afflicted folk at the temple this day. Children saw what he did and with their innocent minds yet unsullied by the prejudice of tradition and their sight yet undarkened by sin, they perceived in him the Christ and burst forth into praise and worship in a hymn that was heard by the angels. Hosanna to the son of David. With ill-concealed anger, the temple officials demanded of him, Hearest thou what these say? hoping again that by their learned ways they would get this Messiah to make a mistake by which he could be arrested. Jesus answered with an implied rebuke for their ignorance of the scriptures, quote, Yea, have ye never, have ye never read, out of the mouths of babes and sucklings, thou hast perfected praise? These chief priests continued in their efforts to find fault with him,
at the same time that Passover lambs for the year were being checked for faults. Thus, symbolically, the Savior had already begun acting in his role of the lamb for the atonement's great and infinite sacrifice. As the evening drew close on day two, Jesus and his trusted friends returned to Bethany. Those conspiring to bring about his death would continue their acts. But near as was, near as was his hour, it had not yet struck, and he would be made captive only as he permitted himself a voluntary victim to be taken into the hands of his enemies. Today is a good day to re redirect ourselves to the temple, the Holy of Holies, recognizing the temple is a house of prayer, a place where respect for he who willingly gave his life for our salvation offers his peace. While we may not be able to be in the temple of God, we can take the steps to make our homes a place of peace, where prayers, love of God, and our fellow beings can take place each day. Won't you join me? Until next time, God be with you.